Hello, we are live for episode 36, the Thanksgiving episode of the Conqueror's Corner podcast. Today is Wednesday, November 24th. I'm not Ryan Fox, and I'm here with my fire team, Jared. Oh yeah, fresh out of Lake of Shadows and a grinding first encounter of prophecy. And Mr. Chronicler himself, Chad the Chronicler. Oh, I'm I'm here and, and ready to go for this episode. Uh, very sadly, there will be no lore for today, but we'll keep it short and sweet. Yeah, guys, uh, this is definitely going to be an in and out episode. Make sure if you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget you can take us on the road during your travel tomorrow on Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast services. Make sure you subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, click the bell, turn on notifications, yada, yada, yada. Follow us on Twitter at DestinyCCPod. Send us bungee friend requests so we can be best friends and run raids and GM Nightfalls this week together. Join the Discord server. We had a very short this Wednesday at Bungie uh, from our boy Cosmo. Uh, I am holding a Gallahorn in honor honor of Gallahorn Days. So, Jared, let's let the dogs out. Yeah, so we're we're celebrating uh, Galler Days. And uh, again, early TWAB after the 6,000-word TWAB that happened last week about all the ability changes. Um, So, you know, the next little section here is must-have Gallarhorn. If I remember those days of Destiny 1, well, you need a Gallarhorn to get into the LFG uh, uh, fire teams and stuff. So this week, um, Galler Days, or we count down to Gallarhorn's debut in Destiny 2. And the celebration starts from November 23rd all the way to December 7th. And Bungie partnered with Just Geek, Level Up Wear, and Loot Crate to offering some uh, daily discounts on, in the Bungie store and all kinds of new merchandise uh, to go uh, go represent the game you love to play. Uh, there's going to be new products, emblems with purchase, uh, Galladay sales, 10% off store-wide, uh, 50% off soundtracks and uh, gifts of Galler Days. Uh, check boxes. I mean, check back daily for uh, daily gifts. Uh, looking through those pictures, man. Some of that stuff looks really cool. Um, I'm still waiting on my season of the Splicer hoodie to come in. Um, I'm sure it's going to come in like probably like March or May as soon as I don't need a hoodie anymore. I'm sure that's probably when it'll come. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I haven't been disappointed with anything I bought out of the bunch of store. Um, I know Fox has a story about a raid jacket that uh, didn't fit quite right. I feel... Hey, well, Fox is muted right now. He's been playing with his keybinds, trying to make this place... Uh... I'm, sorry. I, I'm, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> I was going to say, I think they are uh, definitely hipster sizes. So uh, be careful if you're uh, if you're if you look more like Callus, you know, as opposed to Cade, you might have a little trouble uh, getting into some of those ray jackets. So I would recommend going up a size or two. Yeah, I mean, I definitely I've been happy with everything I got. Um, I'm more of a hipster size than Ryan. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at a couple of things on there and I was looking at it this morning and they already had the store set up and I was like, dang, I want that. I want that holiday ugly sweater. I want some of them undies and I'm, I'm just looking around. Yeah. 
they, yeah, they do have that. Don't they have that ghost on there right they now? Have, too? They have this yeah. very ghost um, in there. And whenever you get this ghost, uh, I think I got mine at Best Buy. You actually get like a little code for an emblem that you get. And the emblem's pretty cool. I think it's the the Carhey emblem, if I recall correctly, right? I can't remember the name. That sounds yeah. right, though. Yeah. Yeah, I have uh, I have the the crucible, the crucible ghost of vinyl that that's that size as well. I'm not sure why I got that one, but that's the one that I got. So, <laughs> all right. So there's like some other known issues that's going on with the thirtieth patch. Um, the only thing that's kind of been going on inside of Destiny World this week is that a couple of the the Bungie devs was on the Destiny Community podcast Fire and Range and they talked about a lot of their their thought processes of the twab that happened last week um basically the only news that came out instead of them just like actually explaining their their thoughts behind stuff is that Hunter Dodge tracking uh, how it's supposed to break projectiles tracking them it's going to it's not going to be in PVP but it is going to go back into PVE at some point after the 30th anniversary okay Okay, so yeah. you'll be able to tr- to break tracking on enemies. Yes, like the okay. shriekers, projectiles. Yeah, I, I can't remember what other enemies have projectiles that track, but yeah. All right, and you know, everybody's counting down for December seventh. Thirteen days away, and I can't get here. We're soon so enough. close, guys. We are absolutely so close. Um, the the twab was very 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 light this week if they didn't have the movie of the week and the art of the week do you think that thing would have been more than a front and a back to turn into a teacher oh yeah yeah <laughs> you would have done, I don't think... 13 font with a one and a half space <laughs> yeah you know, like, the margins, the margins just, in a little yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah so the the main thing that i picked up out of that was um, outside of the the store discount codes is to uh, I feel like we would be remiss to not mention the fact that the 30th anniversary pack acts more like a DLC as opposed to a season pass and the fact that you have to have it on every platform that you play so it doesn't travel with you via cross save so if you play on Xbox PlayStation and Steam you'll have to buy the 30th anniversary pack on each platform. It will not carry over in between. That was kind of the main thing that I saw out of the TWAB this week. All right. So that's it for the TWAB this week. Um, what have we done? You know, I think we've only had six days in between our last podcast. I know me and Fox got together and did some stuff. Um, before we get into that, Chad, what have you been up to in, in Destiny World this week? Oh man, in Destiny World, I've just been been going in and, and doing my daily flawless master lost sectors. I've been working on that the past couple of weeks. I skip a day here and there by accident, but uh, it's it's been really good to keep up on the practice. It's it's a nice fun challenge to do those solo flawless, especially for those because they don't take too long, um, and they give you a really good practice run on the legend version. So you like the day, you know how you have like a legend and a master and then the next day it rotates. So the one that was legend is now the master the next day. So that legend gives you a good like practice run on getting through there, seeing where the enemies are, seeing where they spawn. It tells you the shield types, all that fun stuff. Um, So then you just leave your character set up like that. You know what it is. And then you just go in the next day and and just hammer it out. Maybe one or two tries. Um, But it's been a really fun challenge. 
Um, there are triumphs involved. So if you're someone like me that absolutely has to check off all the boxes, it's it's definitely something to do. Um, but that's that's basically been me. I'm not really. I've gotten a couple of exotics out of it. Nothing to write home about. But uh, I've been definitely happy to have something challenging to work on, outside of you know solo flaws dungeons. Are you throwing yeah, any so, of those mods on your ghost to focus recovery or intellect on the on the character you're running with? I mean, I, I'm not really worried too much on it. If I grind one out, I, I do that. But I'm, I've just been doing it for the clear. Like as soon as I get that flawless clear, I'm done with it. Okay. Um. So I mean, I'm just doing it to do it. I've kind of been. Uh, I I don't have the curated version of the blasphemer shotgun that comes out of the the moon activity. Uh, what's the activity at the the most northern part of the moon? Altar of Sorrows. Altar of Sorrows. Yeah, Altar of Sorrows. I don't have the curated version of that, which is what is it? Is that is it quick draw opening shot? I want to say is the yeah yeah. So I am I run it a few times every like three days, more than likely every six days because I usually miss it one of like every other time. So I'll run it and then I'll get fed up of running it, so I'll stop. Um, I'm also trying to stock the golf balls back up. So like a shadows, I know Jared and I, and uh, our Canadian brethren, Zen, we were able to get three clears in pretty swiftly uh, the other night. So I'm going to try to do seven more clears of it this week. And then next week, or like the next time it comes around in six weeks to go in with the hunter and get 10 clears then. And that should give me 40 golf balls going into the new expansion and really that's uh that's about it i'll be sure to get my uh uh presage clear done this uh this week to try to get another shot at the vorpal dmt but that's kind of my main goals this week and uh probably try to run a raid or two if any of you are interested in that make sure you hit us up and uh, i'm sure we can definitely get you in for a clear yeah, you know, um, I did have a, a, a decent gun to drop from Lake of Shadows, and I got that hung jury with Tac Mac, explosive payload, rapid hit. Um, so, and range masterworks. So I was just like, all right, I was not really caring that much about because I have that exact one on a night watch, but if they ever like change up something in between those two archetypes, I'm pretty set on Scout Rifle for the kinetic slot. And then, Fox, we also we farmed a Prophecy first encounter. For probably, I felt like, what two plus hours? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got we got quite a few clears in there, and uh, I know you got the prize that we were both after. But I got, I feel like I got a pretty good silver medal. So we'll go we'll go ahead and talk about what you got, and then I'll chime in after. All right. So uh, what I was really caring about is the judgment, and but the changes to flux day for hunters that's coming in thirtieth. I was like, you know, what? I really like an adrenaline junkie demolitionist hand cannon and i got this judgment to drop with uh with steady grip i mean it was steady sight tac mag demolitionist adrenaline junkie and then range masterwork so i mean i couldn't really yeah i didn't have acarize for for pvp but tac mag is usually the second best in the co- in that slot and um gonna be happier with it and i was messing around with it a little bit and you know Dylan junkie is still kind of it's it's bad right now the way it feels the way you have to use a grenade to get that stack so that I'm ready, really ready for that drill and junkie change in, uh, in 13 days. Yeah. And I, I managed to get the, uh, the, 
the the sniper. What's it called? The long walk. I want to say it's called. Yeah. Uh, with a uh, clown cartridge and vorpal. Uh, so I was I was pretty happy with that. I could have used a, a better mag perk, you know, to give it the one extra with that, but I'm not complaining. I'm more than thrilled to get that outcome. I got several of judgment hand cannons that were like I got like two good PvP rolls and two good PvE rolls, but not like god rolls of either one. So uh all in all, pretty solid two hours really. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's pretty easy just to get that checkpoint, um, especially if you go like on high on Titan with catapult line ramp. Is you can just sort up the alleyway and bypass like going killing all those knights to get to the first encounter and start it and stuff. Um, what do you think it took us? Maybe like forty five seconds by the time like you invited me and I flew in and then you left. You like switch characters and went over or whatever. What do you do? You think it took mm-hmm. what maybe yeah, a minute yeah, in between runs? Yeah, it's probably a minute, a little bit less to, to get that changed out. And right. then, and that like, is like M2 SSDs and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah. we both have pretty nice PCs, which helps with the loading times. But either way, you can definitely make it pretty quick and, and definitely worth your time. I was surprised at how easy it was, to be honest with you. Yeah, we was, uh, we was just teaming out there for a while. And, you know, 1K and particle deconstruction really makes stuff really easy and um and Budgie's pretty much said we're not getting anything at the level of that coming for Witch Queen for that uh, that day one raid race. So of course, not. Yeah. of course not. All right, I say that probably puts a cap on what we was able to do this week. You know, uh, everybody knows Thanksgiving's tomorrow in the states, so I'll probably finish up two couple days of work, and then um, and then now get ready to travel or host or hunker down, whatever you decide to do. This Thanksgiving. All right, Fox, what have we got next up? All right, so we are going, We so we hit the TWAB. We're not going to do any weapons this week. Uh, Gambling Corner, we discussed last week. We're going to wait until um, after the holiday, after Thanksgiving to get back into that. Uh, just to give you an update, I have 37,000 Glimmer. Jared has 10,000 Glimmer. Chad has 18,500. Uh, I know we decided we were going to skip war since it was uh, going to be a short week this week. And I think we're right to the mailbag. Did I miss anything? No, I think that's it. All right. So uh, first question, this was, uh, I thought this was an excellent question. What other podcasts do each of you listen to? Um, I'll go last on this. I'll let you guys hit it first. Ooh. Um, Man, I'm probably like the 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 one that listens to the least podcast here, so I'll go first on this one. I besides besides us, who I have playing all the time in the background, um, I, I I frequently like listen to one of my coworkers who listens to a lot of murder podcasts and like mystery ones. So I'm like there in the background listening to those. I'm like, those are interesting. I don't know if I can catch any of them like as something I want to listen to, but like. She's listening to it at the first thing in the morning, doing all the inventories. I'm like, there's an hour of quiet time, and it's just playing. And I'm like, this is interesting, but I don't think I can do it. Um, and then I, I, I listen to to Ear Biscuits because those guys have been YouTubers that I watched for a long time, and they're just jabbering with each other is very interesting to me if you know who they are. Um, but it's just two guys. It's it's not any particular. There's no like they talk about sports a little bit, but it's no sports, no video games, no. It's just two guys talking about life and. 
I like that. I like just listening to people jabber on about stuff, stuff that I, you know, I, I can mm-hmm. be a little bit invested in, but I'm not a big sports person and I like destiny. So any, <laughs> there's any other video game podcast that isn't destiny related. Isn't really anything I'm going to care to listen to, but uh, these guys have a lot more stuff they listen to. Yeah. So, uh, destiny wise i listen to the rgh uh podcast and i listen to uh firing range that's on a destiny community podcast thread and then i listen to massive breakdown um which is like by mercules and kit catcher which that's probably the most tactical and if you really care about like improving in sixes and, and gun stats that's uh where i where you can get a lot of good information and also where they do the the big spreadsheet about time to kills and then like time to kills that are like rational as in like SMGs, like you're going to get seven, seven crits and three bodies. And what's the time to kill then compared to if you got all crits. So they do a lot of that. And then uh, outside of destiny, it's mainly the Bill Simmons podcast and the Ryan Russillo podcast. And then I dabble a little bit into the unlocked podcast by uh, IGN and a little bit of press talk to continue um, while I'm at work. All right. So I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I spend a lot of time on the road. Uh, and honest, I've been in the podcast for a while. So a lot of, so like for instance, me holding this goggle horn, this is uh, kind of my, my tribute to Jalen Rose, who holds the baseball bat uh, in all, in all of his podcasts. So, I remember listening to Jalen Rose and the Jalen Rose Report, which eventually became Jalen and Jacoby, which was a podcast, and now it's simulcast on ESPN. Uh, I listen to a lot of sports podcasts. I listen to uh, Simmons, Ryan Rosillo, as Jared mentioned, Pardon My Take uh, as well, and uh, a lot of NBA-specific podcasts, a lot of like nerdy, nerdy, nerdy NBA podcasts like the Dunk Dumb Podcast with Nate Duncan. So... I used to listen to a lot of Destiny podcasts, but since we started ours, I quit listening to most of them because I don't want to just repeat takes that those people have onto our Destiny podcast. So I've kind of tried to cleanse myself. However, if they have like a dev or a big like reunion type episode or something where a bunch of them get together, I will definitely listen. Jared mentioned that the Massive Breakdown podcast, which is far and away more detailed and the best data you're going to get is going to be way better than anything that we ever put out as far as like TTKs and those kind of things to go. So if you're into that kind of stuff, you know, they're definitely your guys, Mercules and, and, and those fellas over there. Um, used to listen to a lot of true crime podcasts, like Chad kind of mentioned, you know, like serial S town, um, Dr. Death, you know, I could give you 15 or 20 of those uh, up and vanished that are that are very good. But I've kind of burnt myself out on those, I would say. So uh, primarily I listen to uh, I used to also I want to shout out the Iron Lords podcast. Uh, that's a good one. And um, Colin Moriarty. Uh, he's a guy that used to be with IGN and then went to kind of funny and then broke off and started his own thing. So all those podcasts, I, I, I really enjoy. If you're interested, uh, at not Ryan Fox on Twitter, and I can give you a link and all everything to that. 
What's our next question, Chad? Next one is, can you explain Bungie's past games with the 30th anniversary coming up? Uh, now, I I know of the games, but I didn't play those games because I wasn't into PC gaming at the time. I think it was most Marathon and them were, were PC, right? Um, so I was I was not Back much under that. Yeah. Um, either you know more about it than I do. Uh, no, I didn't start playing Bungie games until Halo Combat Evolved. So that's when my Bungie knowledge started. I did, the only yeah. thing, I, only game I played on PC was uh, there was a Star Wars pod racer game that I feel like looking back now, I probably got maybe 12 frames a second. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, so I've actually kind of been battling it around. I've, I'm pretty familiar with the history of like the Bungie Studios, but I haven't played a lot of the games. So I might do like a little four or five part series where I discuss like the past of Bungie, the present of Bungie, and and the potential future of Bungie. And uh, maybe next week or the week after, I'll start that coming up with that 30th anniversary coming up. And just give us all a little bit of information and kind of what's going on with that. All right. Next question, number three. Thoughts on the Halo TV show? Do you think Bungie will do the same? Um, first of all, the Halo TV show, I'm, I'm excited to see. Uh, I know it's going to be on Paramount Plus. So that's another streaming service I won't have to, you know, buy into for at least a month or so. Um, and then Bungie, yeah, I think they've they've talked about Bungie how they expanded and they have the the extra studio that is in New Amsterdam, right? Um, yeah. So I, yes. I think yeah, they're going to be producing something that is not a video game at some point. Um, yeah, because they actually, call it the media, right? They said new media, which isn't just video games. Media is pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I did dabble in the books back when Halo had books. Uh, I never finished the series, but I, I know that I, I still have a bookmark in there somewhere. Um, so it's going to be something that's going to be interesting to see, see how successful it is. Uh, things like The Witcher, a game that had a, a show based off of it, uh, I think is more digestible because look at Game of Thrones. Things that are fantasy and medieval based are easier for people to put their heads around right away. Um, so something that sci-fi is going to be interesting to see if 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 it really catches on. Um, because I think there were rumors of like Mass Effect series being being around and i'm like okay well if halo if halo can pick up traction um you know maybe some other stuff can really pick up traction and i'm like because the only other thing that that destiny has in it is is like the iron lords i guess is as medievally as you get so but i mean it's mostly sci-fi so nowadays sci-fi is is not as as sought after um so i'm hopeful that that halo does well and creates a like a little market of people for this because I, I want Destiny to do it too for sure. There's lots of stuff to dig into, and I, I want something to be able to dig into that. Yeah, so I think the the Halo show will be cool, like Chad. Um, so growing up in Kentucky, our uh, standardized testing scores weren't as good as the national average. So one of the ways that they 
they decided to make us better was to make us have a half hour every day in school of reading, which I used to read uh, biographies of sports people, wrestlers, and the Halo novels. Uh, specifically, I remember reading The Fall of Reach, uh, which was a Halo novel that I thoroughly enjoyed. I kind of went into the, the history of John 117 uh, as his training and, and those type of things, which was pretty cool uh, back in the day, you know, getting the, the leg up on everybody, being able to tell them stuff and then uh, take them into Blood Gulch and shoot their heads off was a pretty fun time back in the day. The The Destiny version of this is going to be sweet because if you remember, uh, was a Luke Smith got uh, promoted to, I can't remember his title. I should have looked this up. But it was something over the the Destiny universe, not just Destiny 2. And then like Noseworthy, Mark Noseworthy came up over is now over Destiny 2 or something like that. Uh, I could have that a little bit wrong, but it's something to that effect. The best question is, if they were to do... So if you remember back in Halo, they did like a... What was it called? Like Forward Unto Dawn. That was kind of like a Halo 4, Halo 5 like live action thing they did. Uh, They also did an anime, I want to say, in Halo. That was like a first-person anime that was pretty cool. Um, I guess that's the one anime I've actually watched. And then, uh, so if Destiny was to do that, would you want it to be live action? Would you want it to be animated? What style would you want it to be? And what story would it cover? Like the Battle of the Six Fronts? Or, or something like that, maybe? Like, as an anime? Or what do you guys think? Well, I mean, the the hardest thing for a TV show to do is is start off in a place where people can have more understanding than they than, than normal and where they can build off of. Um, like I was saying with The Witcher and stuff, they have, they have a basis in medieval and fantasy. So they already know a lot of fantasy stuff. They know swords. They know magic. Most people know these things, regardless of whether who they are. They know what those are. Um, sci-fi stuff's a little harder. So if you go straight into like something like the Battle of the Six Fronts, you don't have any backstory there. All you know is there's guns and then some weird space magic-y thing. So if you like action, that'd be easy to digest because it's cool to watch. But if you're somebody that's there for a story, you're going to have to make a character that's that's easy to connect to. And that's a little harder to do when you don't understand the setting. Um, Now, if it's on earth, that'll be easier to understand. But I mean, if you go back to like the beginning of guardians, like what they did with destiny two, they had like the whole Zavala starting story where they showed him being resurrected and going through all that stuff. Like if you start that with like an iron Lord um, going through creating the table of the iron Lords, um, if you go start that with with like Shaxx, like him learning who he is, creating his castle, beating the hell out of Felwinter over and over again, um, it'd give you a good basis for what Guardians are for anyone that has never heard of this franchise whatsoever. Um, now, I would like to have like a start at the Battle of the Six Fronts as like the first episode and then flashes back to like a couple of character storylines, right. kind of like Lord right, of the Rings right, style right. where like it follows this person here, this person there. Um, but it, it's, I don't know, there's, there's, there's a lot you could do with it and it's maybe you could follow like, uh, I don't know, man, (laughs) 
<laughs> there's a lot of stuff I want to do with it, but it'd be like a bunch of different series of, of who this person is as a series, who this person is. And yeah. There's... So they got to do a good job of getting somebody that is not in the video games that want to watch the show. And I think one of those ways is it's death. It's the best, like in like dramatic scenes that happen. Right. So like you get attached to a character and then they die. And all of a sudden, like, what what just happened they get, so they get like ned starked yeah <laughs> so i think there's like two ways to do it the first one is forsaken storyline right so you get attached to Cade early on and kill him in like episode three or four or the other way is you go back whenever the humans were going against the fallen and the fallen had the light powers let's say you start following you know ikora then right when she's no she's not a guardian yet and that humans don't have the light powers and then she dies right and then you explain what the traveler did and then she gets rewrecked but none of her memories are there even though you you know the memories that she had and the the people she's lost and the people she defended but now you get to follow her through as she don't have any of her memories yeah yeah i like that i mean and really if you think about it like uh the crow would be like a great storyline for that because you have like him being the bad guy and then you get the redemption arc which you know you think about shows like lost you know with sawyer uh those type of shows the that's what kind of what people like is the uh the the redemption arc it's like a, a classic narrative trope so uh that would be a good one uh as well so yeah, I don't really think like I mean like the V the D one vanilla story is is pretty whack, and then like Osiris could be cool, but he would kind of be like the anime spinoff to like the the main show that they could do like of him in the Infinite Forest and stuff. Uh, the the other good one I could kind of think of would be like if you got signed up for enough seasons, you could do the you could do like Crota. You kill Crota and then his dad comes. Aris. And if then you follow Aris, yeah. that would be wild. Yeah, and I yeah, can yeah. see her without the three eyes and then going through her story, yeah. falling into the yeah. pit and like like a whole three episodes of her just crawling or like an episode of her just crawling through the darkness, like cutting out the eyes and stuff. I'd be like, oh, that'd be yeah. wild. It'd be dark and it'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah, that'd be pretty wild. But like killing Crota and then Poppy Oryx comes in, you know, to like avenge yeah. that that could be pretty cool too. So there's definitely a lot, a lot of cool stuff they could do. And, you know, we're just people that have spent like four minutes thinking about it. Imagine if, if our job was to sit around and think about storylines for shows, what, what what we could come up with. Uh, Next question. What is your first plate of Thanksgiving feast going to look like? I will, uh, I'll get the ball rolling here. My wife coughs in the background. So I think my first plate is going to be, first of all, I'm going to get the biggest plate I can find. <laughs> and uh, the bottom layer is going to be turkey. Hopefully a little bit of ham, mashed potatoes over all of that. And uh, just like uh, a dash, just a dash of gravy on that. And then maybe like around the sides, like a macaroni and cheese crust and like uh two or three king's hawaiian rolls around that and then 
just put like a little cut out, just cut a little bit out and like cram some green beans in there. And I think that's what my first plate's going to look like. Maybe the second plate too. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not far from you, Fox, but uh, mine starts out with uh, pot- mashed potatoes down. And then I put corn on top of the mashed potatoes. <laughs> and then yeah. um, I have dressing, not stuffing. Dressing's better. And then you put the turkey right beside the dressing, put a little gravy on there. And then usually it's either, um, if we don't have mashed potatoes, it's sometimes a scalloped potatoes or something like that, or um, some mac and cheese. And then you got to go green beans that's been made in some, it's with some bacon grease and a couple pieces of bacon down yeah. there too. Jared, what kind of Thanksgiving feast do you go to that doesn't have mashed potatoes? I mean, there's been times One with that. class. There's been times you watch, you watch your California hippie. We'd mouth. have we'd have two types of potatoes. So like first run through you get mashed potatoes, but the second run through you might get the the other potatoes. Like the agrotten rotten or yeah. one of those type yeah. of Yeah, the scalp potatoes delicious, my guy. That's that's blasphemous, dude. All kinds of delicious, Thanks, man. Thanksgiving is a mashed potatoes holiday. Uh, you can never have uh, too much potatoes though. It's true. Yeah. You could have a, like just like have, six different have potato potatoes. dishes. <laughs> I don't even have potatoes where Chad is. Oh, man, Idaho's right there, okay? You guys have what, like potato substitute or something out there? No, potato's a veggie, so of course we got potato. Um, okay. Well, I'm I'm the least, least Thanksgiving-y person you'll probably ever the, meet because I do not. The least I Midwest. Have, uh, well, no, dude. Like, I've had those American-style thanksgivings i just don't like it because i don't like turkey and my mom doesn't like turkey either and my stepdad doesn't like being around people so we never have american thanksgiving because my mom cooks so she's like i'm not making turkey he's like okay as long as i don't have to cook i don't care what it is so traditionally for me i'm going rice and beans i'm going some carne asada i'm going maybe tamales if we feel like making that beforehand um we're talking some some Pork shoulder, if my mom wants to be a little American, if my dad wants to cook a little bit. Um, but uh, I mean, for me this year, it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a 40 day dry edge New York strip. It's going to be some roasted vegetables, some garlic bread. And uh, it's going to be me just chilling, being me by myself. Got to celebrate. I have to say your, your Thanksgiving meal sounds better than my <laughs> probable Thanksgiving meal. So, yeah, I'm excited for it. I, I hit that butcher shop for I lunch, and I'm wins. like, "Give me that! Give me that dredged New York right there! That's for me." <laughs> All right, I think we have one more question. Chad, can you care to read it? Well, I would love. Oh, horns getting heavy. All right, so it's uh, what rank are you in Halo Infinite at the moment? Um, now, for me personally, I grinded a lot the day it came out on Tuesday, and then I played a little bit Wednesday and Thursday. I think Thursday is the last time I played it. Um, but uh, I think I hit five and then stopped. And this was before they made any changes and I, I haven't been back in since. So I haven't been in for a week at least. Um, I haven't seen the changes. I saw that. I saw today that Fiesta's on. So now I'm itching to get in there because Fiesta mode's hilarious. Um, but, uh, I mean, I think I hit five and I was like, all right, this has been a lot of work and I'm good stopping here for now. I think uh, season pass, I, I'm ranked four. I have not played my 10 placement games yet to get into the ranked. 
I, I would like to do that, but man, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Like I'm just I'm not feeling it. Like I I have some serious gripes about Halo at the moment. I I'm interested whenever more hoppers go live. If I can get like a team snipers and BR starts and those type of things, uh, I'm probably gonna hop in there a little bit more. But as of right now, man, I have no desire to get on that game. Yeah, um, I'm unranked. I think my season pass might have hit five now. Um, I'm right there with you, Fox. Like, I if I'm playing Halo, I want to play it to have fun. I'm not gonna get in there and ranked and sweat it out because if I'm gonna go play something that's difficult PvP, I want to get rewarded for it. And I know I wouldn't make Onyx, so um, that Onyx you get some kind of cosmetic for it. So if I, I'm I know I'm not good enough to make there. So why did I get in there and grind that out? Um, so some guns still feel off on that game. Um, you know, it, it it's not all there yet. It's like ninety five percent, maybe maybe just ninety, but I I think it's it's definitely fun. I was playing a little bit before we do the, did this podcast tonight. I play with some buddies that like sometimes I play Call of Duty with, or used to play Halo Two, Halo Three with back in the in the the young the younger days. Um, and it was a lot of fun to get in there and do that. And Fiesta is pretty fun. All right, I think we are done for the week. We just wanted to get you a, a little something to listen to while your kids are yelling in the backseat and you're driving to your in-laws to eat uh, to get you a big plate of turkey and mashed potatoes. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up and maybe do some Lake of Shadows GMs, get some more golf balls, maybe play some Halo, maybe just get off here and drink some beverages and go to bed. So I am not Ryan Fox. I'm gonna let these fellas here sign off and then I'll come back. Rest up, get that belly full because uh, once the simple seventh come, it's 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 time to like not eat and just grind out that dungeon and grind out the six main activity, trying to get those new weapons as soon as possible. And uh, all of what Jared said, and for for all of our our non-American listeners or listener, I don't know, I haven't seen the metrics. Um, I am very sorry that you have to work tomorrow or later today, depending on when you listen to this. Uh, I apologize for that, but just know that I will be at home happily eating. Yeah, and uh, for the record, we're huge in Belgium. So uh, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at DestinyCCPod. We go live on YouTube uh, pretty, a couple times a month, uh, maybe once a week or so, and uh, kind of get in there and have some fun. Make sure you join the Discord. And uh, we definitely would like to get you through some raids, especially those of you who haven't been before. And if you have been before and you still need like maybe a div- uh, Divinity or something, we'd love to get that run in as well. Uh, like I said, just tweet us at Destiny CC Pod. Join the Discord. Go Cats. Love you guys. Happy Thanksgiving.